Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the Outreach Minister here on staff, and for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider presents a special Yom Kippur message on how you can find freedom from accusation. According to Scripture, the only way to enter into a right relationship with the Father is through the blood of atonement. But how does a blood sacrifice work today? Our message today is titled, Can I Just Believe in God? And it's part of our Fall Holy Day series. The Fall Holy Days began late in September, and tonight at sunset begins the holiest day of the entire year, Yom Kippur. So let's learn more with Rabbi Schneider. I want to begin today by taking a look at a foundational scripture. I love the scripture. It's from the Torah. It's from the book of Vayikra, or Leviticus, chapter number 17, verse number 11. Hear the word of God. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I've given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood by reason of the life that makes atonement. And so this is so critical to understand that the only way to receive forgiveness, the only way to be brought into right relationship with Hashem, with Father God, is through a blood atonement. This is all about Yom Kippur, that the means by which Israel was forgiven each year was when the high priest of Israel, we read about this in the book of Leviticus, chapter 16, the high priest of Israel took the blood of a bull and a goat. He brought the blood into a place that was first in the tabernacle and then later was built into a permanent structure called the temple. When the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they built this tabernacle according to the pattern that God showed Moses to build it when Moses was on top of Mount Sinai. And they traveled and so the tabernacle was portable. And in the very back of the tabernacle was a room called the Holy of Holies. Inside the Holy of Holies was the Ark of the Covenant and inside the Ark of the Covenant, beloved one, were the Ten Commandments, the literal stones that the Lord wrote the Ten Commandments on. So you have the Ten Commandments in this sacred space, the most sacred space on the planet, called the Holy of Holies. Inside the Holy of Holies is the Ark of the Covenant. Inside the Ark of the Covenant are the Ten Commandments. Once a year, the high priest would bring in the blood of the bull and the goat, and he would pour that blood on top of the Ark of the Covenant that housed the Ten Commandments. And when the Lord saw the blood, he overlooked the sin of the children of Israel that year. What the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, clearly declares is this, that the blood sacrifices in the Torah, although effective, were only shadows who found their fulfillment in King Yeshua. Let me state it again. The blood sacrifices in the Hebrew Bible, in the Torah, were shadows of that which would ultimately be fulfilled by King Jesus himself. That's the way these shadows in the Hebrew Bible were. These blood sacrifices in the Hebrew Bible that took place on Yom Kippur, they could never really take away sin. But the Lord used them because they were a shadow of what would ultimately take away sin, and that was his own son. 
God himself clothed in humanity, dying on the cross for our sins and spilling his blood. His blood being spilled was the fulfillment of all the blood sacrifices in the entire Torah. And because his blood is perfect, it's ever alive, there never needs to be another blood sacrifice again. So I'm going to read now from the book of Hebrews, chapter number 9, verse number 11 and 12. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood. He entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption through his own blood. The blood of Yeshua has given us access into a relationship with God and into heaven itself. Consider the words of Jesus. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Now listen how it is that we overcome. And they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. Jesus said, he that overcomes will eat of the tree of life and be in the paradise of God. Now we learn how it is that we overcome. Through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The scripture says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. When we apply the blood of the lamb to our lives, by faith and by confession, the word of our testimony, it releases us to inherit that which God provided for us through the death, burial, and resurrection of his son. The blood of the lamb is the key to receiving the inheritance of God. But it's not enough that Jesus spilled his blood. We must do something to make it applicable and effective in our own lives. We're going to talk about that in a second. What is it, first of all, that the blood of Jesus has the capability of accomplishing for you and I? Number one, beloved, through the blood of the lamb, you and I have redemption. Let me say it again. Through the blood of Yeshua, we have been redeemed. But in order to experience redemption in real life, in order to enter into this redemption, we have to confess it. We have to testify to it. We have to believe it and speak it. The same way we were saved. If we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, that God raised him from the dead, and then confess with our mouth that he's Lord, we will be saved. When we believe and speak, something supernatural happens. When we believe in our heart the truth of God's word and then confess it with our mouth, this speaking oracle that we've been given as unique creatures of God's creation. There's no other creature on the planet that has the ability to communicate like you and I do that are created in Hashem's image. As we believe in our heart the truth of God's word and then speak it with our mouth, it releases the kingdom into our lives. The first thing that is released into our life through the blood of Yeshua is redemption. Hear the word of God. In him, we have redemption. In him, we have redemption through his blood. 
I want you to consider how the children of Israel were able to be redeemed by the blood of the lamb. We're talking about redemption. What does redemption mean? Redemption means that we've been purchased. The scripture says here that we've been redeemed, we've been purchased for Hashem, for God, by the blood of the lamb. But how do we enter into this reality? How do we actually feel it? How do we experience it? We have to, with our mouth, declare it and believe it. I want you to consider with me what the children of Israel had to do with the blood of the lamb. We know the story. The children of Israel were redeemed by the God of Israel when they took a Passover lamb and then they put the Passover lamb to death and they gathered the blood of the Passover lamb and put it in a basin. It was so precious, none of it could fall to the ground. It's a reflection of the precious, spotless blood of King Jesus, who is the Lamb of God. But it wasn't enough that the blood was in the basin. The blood in the basin did not save them. It wasn't until the blood in the basin was applied to the lintels and the doorpost of their individual homes, and they went inside their homes that they were saved. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider. It's not enough that Jesus died on the cross and spilled his blood. Knowing that won't save you. It won't save you until you apply it to your life, even as the blood of the Passover lamb in the basin was not enough to save any Israelite. Rather, they had to take the blood, apply it with a hyssop branch to their individual house, and then go inside their house in order to be saved. So how do we apply the blood of Yeshua to our lives? Not with a hyssop branch any longer, beloved, but through, hallelujah, our testimony. It's the same today as it was back then. And it's not enough just to testify without faith. We really have to believe it. You see, Jesus taught, if you ask for anything in prayer, believing that you've already received it, you will have it. If you believe and do not doubt, nothing will be impossible for you. Listen again what I'm saying. It's not enough just to declare. I'm talking about believing that it's already done. Jesus said, if you ask for anything in prayer, believing that you've received it, you'll have whatever you've prayed for. 
We need to believe that what Jesus said has happened to us has already happened. We don't wait to feel it happen. We simply, truly believe that it has already happened. The blood of the lamb has been shed. He has purchased us. We now belong to God. If we'll simply put our faith in Yeshua and believe that it's happened already, past, and declare it, beloved, we will have it. We will experience it. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18, knowing that you were not redeemed. Notice that it's past tense here. It's already happened. Peter says, knowing that you were not redeemed, it's already happened. We're not trying to get redeemed. If we put ourselves in the hands of Yeshua, we've been redeemed. We're safe in Hashem. We're protected. We're owned by God. Let's begin to believe it and stop chasing after it. And let's begin to stand in it. This is why Paul was praying for us in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, when he said this, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. What's the point? The point Paul is saying, I pray that God will give you revelation to be able to understand what God has already done for you. Paul said, I pray that God will give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. It's one thing, beloved church, to confess these truths, but it's another thing to really apprehend them. And there's sometimes a world of difference between the mind and the heart. This is why we need to commit ourselves to God and depend on him and stop going after other people so that he can give us revelation, that we can really understand the depth of his word and how it applies to our individual lives. Finally, I'd like to read a beautiful Psalm, Psalm 107, verse two. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let's begin to confess, I am redeemed. We don't have to run in fear. If you will cling to God, you don't have to be afraid of being vulnerable to the devil's attacks. God has got you. The blood of Yeshua is over you. Even as the children of Israel were inside their homes, they were protected by the blood of the lamb, not having to fear what was on the outside. So when you're clinging to God, the blood of the lamb is covering your lives and you don't have to be afraid. Let me say it again. You don't have to be afraid, beloved one, of the devil. You've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. God has got your back. And then the scriptures tell us that through the blood of Yeshua, We've been cleansed. It's a remarkable thing that when we come to Jesus, old things pass away and all things become new. Paul said, no adulterer, no homosexual, no thief, no liar, no gossip will inherit the kingdom of God. And he said, and such were some of you, but you've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. You've been washed. You've been cleansed. Your old life has passed away. All things have become new. Through the washing of the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, Titus chapter three, verse five, we've been renewed. We're being cleansed. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. 
I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And if you're walking with Hashem, neither are you. You're constantly being cleansed and being, beloved one, transformed. If we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I want to speak a word of cleansing over you right now. It doesn't matter, beloved one, what you've done in the past. I know some of you have done things in the past you are so regretful of. You can hardly even face yourself. You feel like you can hardly live with yourself. You feel defeated, discouraged, depressed. But I want you to know, in Jesus, you are washed with the blood of the Lamb. And we're continually being washed. Because the blood of the Lamb, it's like a fountain. Have you ever seen a waterfall? The water just keeps on coming over the waterfall. That's how the blood of Jesus is over your life and my life. The blood of Yeshua over our life, it's like the water coming over a waterfall. It just keeps on coming. We keep on being washed by the blood of Yeshua and the Spirit of God. We're being transformed. So don't let the past keep you down. Don't let who you've been in the past hold you back from being who you are right now because you are redeemed. You've been set free, beloved, and you're being washed by the blood of the Lamb. Sometimes we feel such shame and such defeat because certain people think certain things about us because of what they knew about us before we were walking with Yeshua, before we repented. And they can't believe that we're anything different from how they knew us. And sometimes the enemy uses that to beat us up and to keep us down. We think about what people think about us and it somehow, if we're not careful, can get in us. And we allow what people think about us to beat us up. But I want you to know, it doesn't matter what people think about you and I. And the truth is, we really need to get this. There's a lot of revelation here, beloved. I hope you're taking a hold of it. The truth is, oftentimes, generally speaking, what we think people are thinking about us, let me say it again, generally speaking, what we think people are thinking about us is not really what they're thinking about us. That's why the Bible says our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and forces of spiritual wickedness. See, the battle isn't with flesh and blood. It's not what people are thinking about us. The battle is the thoughts that the enemy is putting in our mind. I can't tell you how many people have said to me, Rabbi, you're not the same person you used to be. You're not the same person that you were five years ago or 10 years ago or last year. Why? Jesus is cleansing me and transforming the same for you as you're believing and clinging to him. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And if you'd like to not only hear Rabbi, but see him as well, then be sure to visit us on YouTube. We've got a channel dedicated to helping you learn more about God's set apart holy days, what it means to be holy and how you can become an overcomer in God's kingdom. You'll find all the details for viewing this channel online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And hey, while you're there, be sure to learn more about how you can partner with us this year. Here's Rabbi to tell us more. 
I wanna encourage us now to be honest with ourselves before the Lord. Many of us are aware of the fact that we've surrendered to Him in some areas of our life, but yet there are many areas of our life that perhaps we've not yet submitted to Him in. I remember when I was in school as a young boy, they gave us a microscope and they put something on a slide and we looked at what was on that slide through the microscope. At first we saw nothing, but then when we adjusted the lens and turned up the power, suddenly we were able to see on that slide little organisms moving around. It took the amplification of the lens to be able to see it. Some of us right now are being convicted by the Holy Spirit in the area of our finances. He's turning up His power. He wants us to see that we need to surrender to the Lord and trust Him with our finances. Beloved, while we're on this earth, we have an opportunity to do good. And all of us should be sowing into the kingdom for the furtherance of the gospel. If you believe in this ministry, I want to encourage you, beloved, make an offering today. God will reward you for everything that you do. You can give a donation by connecting with us in one of these four ways. First, you can give online when you visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give by calling 800-777-7835. You can also send your donation via text when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. You can also reach out through the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. Just click the donate button in the middle of the screen and follow the simple instructions. As a token of our appreciation for your generous financial support, we'll send you one of Rabbi's straightforward and authentic CD messages. And then we'll also send you our latest newsletter. Rabbi and our team prepare these newsletters each month especially for you so that you can seize God's word today and every day. As Rabbi mentioned today, the Word of God is more than the Bible. It's Yeshua Jesus Himself. And a relationship with Jesus is so critical in our lives if we're going to break free from the accusations that the enemy hurls at us. So as we reflect upon this Day of Atonement and what Jesus' blood does in our lives, it's important to consider the steps that Jesus is nudging us to take toward Him. So with that said, please let me pray for us right now. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, and this special season where we can set apart time to celebrate the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, and the shedding of his blood. Father, we apply his blood to the doorposts of our hearts today, God. And we just ask that you would cover us and we exchange our sin for freedom in Jesus. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. And now with a special blessing for this Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh, God Almighty, our Creator and Maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 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 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains how to apply the blood of Jesus in your life right now. So be listening Wednesday to Discovering the Jewish Jesus.